Hello and welcome. This is Evita with the Flying Blind Podcast where I talk about how I'm 37 and have no idea what the heck I am doing with my life because I'm on the no plan plan. Here you'll join me on my journey and I aim to help you feel good about your own very unique journey. My hope is for you to feel inspired to get out there, spread your wings and fly. Halloween has passed and we are now in the month of November. I don't know where this year has gone, but yes, we are in November and it is the holiday season, which is a whole lot of fun. I love the holidays and I'm sure you do too, but along with the holidays come some unpleasant situations for some people. I can personally say that I get along really well with my family. I mean, my family's not perfect, but I can honestly say that I have a great relationship with everyone in my family, but not everybody is quite that fortunate. I know that the holidays can be a little tough for a lot of people, and I do hear a lot of people, you know, talk about how the dynamics of their family is not necessarily the greatest. Some people do have some strained relationships with their siblings or parents or cousins or aunts or uncles, and it can be a little bit stressful to be around family during this time. And of course, you want to have a great time, you want to celebrate the holidays, but it can be a little bit challenging for some. So I want to offer you 10 tips today that will hopefully make this time of the year a little bit more smooth for you. A lot of times leading up to the holidays and the gatherings, I know that you can stress yourself out. And even for myself, even with my relationships that are, I'd say, pretty good and pretty healthy with my family, even with that, I get a little bit stressed out too. Not so much because I'm afraid of having conflict or anything like that, but just, you know, when there are a lot of people, a lot of personalities, and just a lot of things to do and a lot of things to accomplish, it can be a little bit stressful. And for those of you out there that do have some difficult dynamics in your family, I know it can also be incredibly stressful and I'm sure even more stressful than it is for me. So the first tip that I want to give you is to adjust your attitude. And I know that can be a little bit hard. A lot of times when someone approaches any stressful situation, you kind of really dwell on the situation that you are going to be putting yourself in. A lot of times you get stress and anxiety and you worry about what will happen. But I would like for you to try to focus on the positive. Go in there with a positive attitude. And not only that, but if you're stressing yourself out beforehand, you're actually giving yourself double the stress because you have the stress that you might be dealing with in the actual gathering in addition to the stress that you're giving yourself beforehand. And instead of worrying about what will happen, choose to do things that will help decrease your anxiety and stress. So maybe before you go to this family gathering or whatever event that you're attending, do something that you know is going to calm you. Do some, if you're into it, do some yoga, do some meditating, or listen to music that's uh, uplifting, that's calming, something that's going to put you in a good mood so that way you approach the situation a little bit more calm, a little less stressed out, and so you will be able to be more tolerant and hopefully respond more tactfully if there is some sort of conflict or difficult situation that arises. The second tip that I want to offer you is to have realistic expectations. 
This can actually be a little bit difficult because you do want to be realistic, but it's kind of easy to go the negative route and it's hard, it's easy to let your mind kind of go that way. But be realistic about your expectations with situations and with people that you know are a certain way. You can't expect for people to change, for their behaviors to change, for their personalities to change. So approach your gathering knowing that if you have that difficult aunt or whoever it may be, chances are that their attitude, their personality, their behaviors probably have not changed since the last time that you encountered them. So expect that. Be realistic, but also don't focus on it. Try to limit your contact with this person that's difficult. Try to limit your interaction. Try to limit the conversation and do your best, of course, to be nice and be tactful, but to not put yourself in a situation with this person that can possibly cause conflict and that can create more stress for not only you, but the people around you. Because I can tell you for myself, even though I don't have conflict really with anyone in my family or with friends, when I see other people having conflict, it stresses me out. So your conflict not only affects you, but it affects those around you. And you don't want to do that. You want to create a good experience for yourself and for those around you. The third tip that I would like to give you is to keep any potential upsetting topics or conversations completely off limits. Um, of course, there are the obvious things. You don't really want to talk about politics or religion. That's just kind of one of those things that you don't want to talk about really anywhere because, um, you know, there are going to be differences in opinion and that there is recipe for some conflict because some people unfortunately can't just have a discussion about something and share ideas and share opinions without it turning into some sort of debate. And that is the last thing that you want at a family holiday party or, you know, Thanksgiving dinner or it's really just not appropriate and it's unpleasant. That's just not what you want to do to you and your family or your friends. It's just not a good situation at all. So definitely avoid those. And also any other topics that might be upsetting, whether to you or somebody else. If you know, for example, that uh, one of your cousins is single and they're a little bit sensitive about it, don't ask them if they're dating someone. You know, don't ask if they've considered getting on match.com or something, you know, like be considerate of other people and their feelings, just like you want everyone to be considerate of your feelings. Just be polite and be tactful. Avoid any topics that can spark an argument. And if you do have somebody that insists on discussing something that's maybe a trigger for you or something that upsets you or bothers you, try to change the subject. If that doesn't work, just politely excuse yourself and go to the restroom, get away for a second and take yourself out of that situation. I think that is probably one of the best things that you can do. And I can honestly say I've done it before. I have been poked and prodded a little bit with certain things that are sensitive for me. And for me, it's actually kind of hard to change the subject or really say anything back. And I don't ever really want to say anything back because that can really just spark an argument. And I don't, I don't want to do that. And I don't even like to argue. That's just not my thing. It's not my jam. But if something ever comes up that just really rubs me the wrong way, my strategy is always to excuse myself and go to the restroom. And that's also a great place to just take a breather, to get away from other people's energy for a little bit and take a minute for yourself. So just keep any upsetting, controversial 
topics away from any conversation anytime, I would say, but especially during holiday family get-togethers. The fourth tip that I would like to give you is to accept that you can't control anybody else and the only thing that you can control is yourself and your reaction. And this, of course, applies to everything in life and to all situations with people in life. But I think this is really particularly important during family gatherings where there can be some tension and during the holidays and when you want to create a nice experience for yourself and for your family. You might have that person that says something upsetting or brings up a controversial subject or asks rude questions and that might not be filtering what they say and it might upset you. It might get to you. It might trigger something in you. But we all have the power to control our reactions. And I think it's really important to remember this during these situations. And you can definitely respond poorly. And that's just a recipe for disaster and an unpleasant situation. Or you can, again, walk away. Or you can just say something like, you know, right now is not the time to talk about this. Maybe let's talk about it another time. And again, if they persist, just excuse yourself, walk away, avoid the conflict. You are in control of your reactions to other people's possible nonsense. So just remember to keep that in mind if somebody brings something up that does not make you too happy. Another tip that I would like to give you is a little bit difficult for some people and can actually be kind of a crutch for people. So you might not like this tip, but... Tip number five is don't drink too much. Of course, during holidays and during parties, pretty much everyone is drinking. At any family gathering or Christmas party or Thanksgiving, you're going to see some drinks flowing. You're going to see some wine, some eggnog, whatever, and people are going to be drinking, myself included. I like a little glass of wine, but if you are in a situation with people that give you a little bit of stress, I know it's a little bit natural to be like, okay, I need to relax. Let me just have a drink. Okay, I need to relax. But you don't want to do too much alcohol either. You want to do it in moderation because for the most part, people are a little bit more loose-lipped when they're drinking. They tend to care a little bit less about how things come out of their mouths. And of course, like with the last tip, you can't control what anybody else does. You can't control if somebody else is drinking too much and says something rude. But if you are drinking too much, you might not have the best reaction either. So the safest bet is, you know, of course, have your glass of wine or whatever it is that you want, but don't overdo it. Don't do too much. Don't drink so much that you are not able to control your reactions to somebody else's rude comments. Try to minimize that. Stick to what you know that you can handle. Be moderate. Make sure you drink your water between drinks. And also, try to avoid anybody that has had too much to drink. Because chances are, like I said, they are going to be a little bit loose-lipped and might say something that is a little bit upsetting to you. So, watch out for how much you drink and watch out for those that have had too much to drink, especially if those people that have had too much are people that you might have some conflict with. And when we come back, I will give you the last five tips on how to more smoothly handle family and friends that might be difficult during the holiday season. Hey everybody, this is Panchito and Mike from the 5 for 5 podcast. And you're currently listening to Flying Blind with Evita. We hope you enjoy it. 
Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. At Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. So how do we cope with difficult relatives during the holidays? Well, I will give you five more tips on how to do this. Tip number six is to get active. It's actually really hard to get into an argument with people if you are completely immersed into an activity that requires some concentration or if it's, you know, something that's making you laugh or something that that causes you to be very physically active and engaged. It is hard to get into an argument. And also, it makes people not focus on their negative thoughts. So, if you're in a family gathering and if it's possible, play a game. And of course, be a little bit careful about the games that you choose because some might be a little too competitive. If there are a bunch of guys, let's just say for example, that are angry at each other, um, playing tackle football might not be the best option. That if anything might be an excuse to uh, be a little bit aggressive with each other. So that's not a good strategy. So pick games that are fun and that are gonna make people laugh. I can't think of any games right now, but I'm sure you can think of some. Or do something like go for a walk on the beach or watch a really funny movie, put on a comedy. Try to do activities that you know are fun, engaging, and aren't going to cause people to be too competitive and possibly cause some conflict. Tip number seven is to practice gratitude. And I am so big on this. If you've listened to my podcasts from the past, I talk about doing a daily gratitude journal and I think that's very important and that's something that I think would benefit everyone if they did it every single day. But when you are in a family gathering, that might be a little bit tense. It's also a really great time to practice some gratitude. I know it's really hard to focus on the positive when we're really irritated by something or by someone or a situation. It's really hard to get your mind away from focusing on the negative but it is especially important during these times to really take a look at your surroundings take a look at the people around you take a look at the food in front of you your warm home your health your friends the fact that you even have people to spend time with really take a look at what's around you and truly take it in and be grateful for it and i know it's so cliche but Seriously, if you're having a moment where you're frustrated with family or whoever it is that you're around or if somebody said something to you that really, you know, made you emotional and, or upset or whatever the case may be, try to shake that off and be grateful for everything else. It's really, I think, important to do that anyways, but a lot of times thinking about these things and being truly grateful can pull you away from those negative feelings that came up because of someone else and also you don't want to give that one cousin that upset you you don't want to give them that power don't let them control your mood your feelings or your ability to enjoy something that's wonderful with family don't give them that power so in these moments try to not focus on that person that upset you and focus on what makes you happy the things you're grateful for the fact that you even have people to share these things with is such a blessing so take a look at that count your blessings give gratitude practice gratitude and it will definitely lessen your anxiety and will help you refocus and enjoy the time that you're spending with your loved ones tip number eight 
is to practice tolerance. This has to be probably one of the harder tips, but it's necessary. We all do things that irritate other people and other people do things that irritate us and a lot of times we aren't aware of it. Also keep that in in consideration. I probably do things that irritate my siblings. Uh, I'm not really sure, but they tolerate me and they don't say anything. <laughs> so I, I, I'm i not really sure if I do anything that irritates anybody. And But you know what? They're really nice about it if I do. I, I don't even know. So just like you want to be tolerated and loved for who you are, tolerate other people's behaviors, even if they irritate you a little bit and their quirks. And also one of the biggest things and one of the most important things to do is to not take anything personally that will make everything so much better because even if let's just say you know that irritating cousin that said something rude to you you know if you let them get to you that's really on you because how people act and if people are negative it's not a reflection on you it's a reflection on them so remember that remember that they are not actually I mean, they might actually literally be commenting on you, but their behavior, their actions, their attitudes is speaks more about who they are than about who you are. So keep that in mind. Don't take things personally and just be tolerant. And another thing to keep in mind is that the holidays, the actual days that you spend with these people that might irritate you probably are, are seldom. So that's another thing to, to keep in mind. It's not like you have to deal with these difficult people. You might, but for the most part, a lot of these people that you might not see most of the year, you only see a few times a year. So I think it's better to just try to make the best of it. Really try to make the best of it. And also I understand that sometimes you might have issues that do truly need to be addressed with certain family members. And it's fine to recognize it, but remember that the holidays and these family get-togethers are not the time or place to be addressing big issues. So save it for later. Even come to an agreement of discussing it later if you need to. And also, I'm not saying like let yourself be walked all over either. Obviously, you have to set boundaries and you have to have limits. So if somebody is really truly that rude to you, then yeah, speak up. I'm not saying walk away and ignore it and let somebody trample all over you and treat you horribly. Don't do that either. But An argument over Thanksgiving dinner is not appropriate. So if you need to say something, say something, but don't, you don't need to be rude back. So if somebody says something rude to you, you can just say, I don't appreciate you speaking to me that way. We can discuss this another time. Like right now is not the time and the place. Okay, let's have a good time with family. You can say something like that. That's not rude. It's not inappropriate, I don't believe. So address what you need to address. But for the most part, try to be tolerant. And even in that comment, I think that's practicing tolerance. So I think that's the way to handle those situations. Tip number nine is to bring something with you, a little reminder that makes you happy. It can be like a funny text, a funny picture, um, something that makes you smile. It could be something that means something to you, a ring or a bracelet or something. Bring something with you. Like if you really know that you will be in a situation where you are stressed and anxious and will probably encounter a situation that is going to stress you out a little bit very consciously, you know, like decide, okay, when I'm upset, if something bothers me, I'm going to look at this picture. I'm going to look down at this bracelet. I'm going to read this funny meme or whatever the case may be, or look at this cute dog video I have saved. Whatever it is that makes you happy 
actually physically have something with you that you can refocus on when you have a difficult time. I actually think that's a great idea. And I actually even have a little album in my phone of funny memes and funny pictures. And if I'm not having a good day, I just like to look at that. So if that's necessary for you, do that. Just, you know, excuse yourself or take out your phone. It's not like it's odd for somebody to take out their phone. Look at some pictures, look at something that makes you happy and do your best to refocus from the negative to the positive. Tip number 10, just take some deep breaths or however many you need and take time out when needed. Sometimes you can't physically leave a stressful situation. You might be in that sort of scenario at one of these family gatherings or you guys might be out somewhere and you can't physically leave. So it's really, really important to sometimes just take some deep breaths and refocus, close your eyes, and that will actually help calm you down and help relieve some stress and some anxiety. And keep in mind, again, that only you can control your reactions. You cannot control other people. You cannot control if they are difficult, but taking a deep breath will help control you. So take some deep breaths, some long, long deep breaths, however many you need, and don't waste your energy arguing or trying to change other people or change difficult situations that are impossible to change because that's just more stressful and that's a waste of energy. And taking a deep breath does not require anything special. All you need to do is remember to do it and take the time to do it. And you can be sitting anywhere. You can be sitting in a car. You can be sitting at the dinner table. You can be doing whatever. And it takes no time to just take a few deep breaths and to send yourself, calm yourself, and refocus on things that are more positive and uplifting. You're listening to Flying Blind Podcast. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. At Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. So before I leave you as usual, I want to share a quote with you by Ernest Hemingway. And I think this really applies to any sort of difficult family situation during the holidays or really any situation. And Ernest Hemingway says, before you act, listen, before you react, think, before you spend, earn, before you criticize, wait, before you pray, forgive, before you quit, try. I hope that you take this quote to heart and that you live your best life. Thank you so much for joining me today on this episode of Flying Blind Podcast and taking the time to listen to me on this episode. I hope that you took something positive and constructive away from listening to me today. And I would love to get any feedback, suggestions, or ideas from you. And you can find me and reach me on Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat at Evita Carrasco. That's E-V-I-T-A-C-A-R-R-A-Z-C-O. And remember to subscribe, like, love, and follow us on Zwerk Media. That's Z-W-E-R-C Media. I hope that you will join me on the next episode of Flying Blind Podcast. And until next time, stay blessed and stay positive.